Hello, this is Patty Davis. I'm a psychic medium and intuitive, and I'm coming to you from Humboldt County, which is in Northern California, where the redwood trees meet the ocean. Aloha, my name is Jude Lynch, and I am a psychic intuitive energy healer, hailing from the island of Kauai, the garden island of the Hawaiian island chains. Welcome to Spirit Speakers Podcast, where we meet to discuss a variety of topics from two different psychic vantage points. Hi, and welcome. This podcast is going to be on the subject of orbs. So what are orbs? Orbs are manifestations of energies, and many of you may have seen them. Sometimes they show up as little light spheres or little floating bubbles, and I have a lot of clients that contact me fairly regularly and ask me what the heck it is that's showing up at their home. And orbs can be a lot of different things. Orbs aren't necessarily one thing all of the time, but what they are is a manifestation of energy that's showing up in our visual plane and allowing us to see them. There are a lot of different theories and beliefs on what orbs are. Some consider orbs to be ghost orbs, angel orbs, spirit guide orbs, alien orbs. There also are beliefs that the colors that show up in the orbs also identify their purpose or what they are. And as a matter of fact, we began recording this podcast and talking about orbs and an orb flew across the screen and we've been kind of yelling and screaming and jumping up and down ever since. So <laughs> it's been pretty fun that we have an orb visiting us as we're talking about orbs. And in addition to talking about orbs, we have a guest today. Our friend Tony is here to talk about some of her experiences with orbs and we're super excited to have her here. And Jude, I'm going to hand this over to you because I know for a fact that you see orbs fairly regularly and just saw one a couple minutes ago. So maybe you can describe how you see them. Yes, orbs to me are manifestations of energy. And I agree with what Patty was saying that some orbs are spirit orbs, angel orbs, alien orbs, fairy like orbs as well. I'd like to add that one in. And I do agree that the colors can speak to the varying differences of frequency when it comes to those manifestations. It's not always entities as well. They can also just be burst of emotional energy. They could be magnetic energy, energy that's coming off the land, energy that's coming off of people, energy from our environment, electromagnetic energy that's kind of floating in the air. Orbs are just manifestations of energy. One phenomenon that I have seen a lot of, it's probably the most common form of orbs that I see, are like little glittery lights that I'll see around people. I've actually mentioned this to other very open and intuitive people. And I think that this is a pretty common vision amongst many. So what it looks like is either electric blue flashes of light or white gold flashes of light. I tend to see them within one to two feet of somebody's energy field. It's taken me many years to decipher the patterns when seeing these flashes of light around people. What I've noticed is when people are very passionate or very happy or recalling a joyous memory or something clicks in their mind when they're thinking of something, I'll see these little flickers and flashes of light. It's almost as if a connection was made somewhere in their energy and it creates a spark of energy that I'm able to see. 
Patty, I know you've mentioned before that you also see little sparks of light around people. Is it similar or different? I don't tend to see them within someone's auric field. I'll see them just kind of in the room. And many times, if I'm reading somebody that is spiritual or is a higher vibration, I'll see them more. Everything vibrates in an energetic frequency. And when we raise our vibration, it's more likely that we'll experience orbs. And if we're around somebody that has a high vibrational frequency, a lot of times that will materialize in these sparks, or that's at least my opinion of that. So I can be reading somebody and these little sparks will just fly around the room. And I have one client that the minute she walks in, sparks are just flying all over the place. And she has a lot of angelic, super high vibrational energy around her. And hers show up in these little kind of gold and white sparks, but they're not in the auric field. And I don't know, Jude, that I've ever seen them in the auric field. So when you see them within someone's auric field, do you believe that's because they are a high vibrational frequency or do you think it's attached to an emotion? I think it goes hand in hand because some people have more of the sparkly aura and I don't really associate them with being entities of any kind. I do feel like it's a sudden heightening in the frequency that allows these sparks of light to come through. Now I'm theorizing on this. I'm not saying that's exactly what it is, but after seeing it for 20 years, I'm starting to kind of understand it to be that. I do see them closer in the auric field And even somebody who runs at a lower frequency, I will see a spark of light come through at the moment that I see them recalling something like a happier memory or a joyous emotion. And while they're having that lift, I'll see these like little sparkles of energy. Now, some people have tons of them. Like you said, a client walks in and I can see many, many sparkles all over the place. And some people, it'll just be one random pop here and there. But I do agree with you. When I see them kind of outside of the orc field, those are the type of orbs that I associate with being entities, angelic, spirit guide, or other. They tend to be hovering more around the room. And I usually see those more in that white gold color rather than the electric blue that I'll see closer to the energy field. I've talked to somebody in the past that was curious enough to actually Google this and see if this was a thing. And I guess there's a lot of information on the internet. It's a common phenomenon. Electric blue flashes of light around people. And I think there's a lot of different theories as to what causes that and what it is. That is my personal opinion, what I'm sharing. I think it is an an emotional impulse or a heightening of of the frequency or vibration that creates these pops. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Please comment on our Instagram if you happen to see these too. Yes, Jude, there are those flashes, but there also are actual orbs that people see that look spheric. And oftentimes they're described to me as opalescent or they can come in different colors. So there is a theory that the colors that these orbs show up in do identify their purpose or how we can understand what they're here for. Like for instance, it's believed that white is an extremely positive energy or a high frequency that's showing up. It's believed that red orbs or orange orbs can often be ghost orbs. And it can be maybe your grandfather is showing up in this nice red orb to remind you that he's here to protect you and look over you and take care of you. Green orbs can represent nature. This can be fairies showing up or nature beings showing up. Blue is often very calming and healing, and it also represents truth. 
And then there are also black orbs. And some people believe that this can be earthbound spirits or negative entities or just a ghost showing up that is holding on to some negative emotions. I have had clients that have sent me photographs and videos of orbs, and that's what they look like to me when I see them in a video. I personally don't see them in that manner, but they look like an opalescent orb that's floating around the room. And I had a client that was telling me about these orbs that had been around her a lot, and she sent me a video, and her cat was playing with them. Cats love orbs. Dogs just kind of stare at them, but cats will play with them. And on this video, there were three orbs flying around, and the cat was kind of whacking at them and playing with them. And then all of a sudden, the cat ran off, and the orb came really close to her and to the camera and kind of stalled there for a moment. And when she sent this to me, I froze it and kept blowing it up. And within the orb was a face. And oftentimes, there are faces that show up in these orbs. And we did a reading on that, and they were spirit guides that were showing up for her, which was really interesting. So my question for you, Jude, is do you ever see them other than those blue and white flashes? Do you ever see them that actually look like balls or balloons or, or orbs floating around? Absolutely. And when I see them more as these uh, spherical balls of light moving around within the space of a room or within the space of my surroundings, I definitely associate those with entity-like orbs. The ones that I see closer to the auric field are more of these like pops and little flashes of light, which I think some people might associate with orb energy. But yes, I definitely see them. And they come in different colors and they come in different luminosities too. So depending on if it's like an earthbound spirit, compared to an angelic energy, compared to an alien-like energy, they will actually be brighter or more dim. And I know our friend Tony, who is our guest. Hi, Tony. Hi, Jude. Hi, Tony. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for coming. Um, I know Tony. She's been a close and dear friend for many years, and I really value her intuition and insight. She also has the second sight. Her and I have both had similar visions in the past and been able to validate things that we saw through each other. Tony, I know that you have a lot of experiences seeing orbs. I would love it if you would share some of that with us, uh, what you see and the colors. Do they mean anything to you? What they look like? Thank you. So yeah, for me, orbs are probably the most typical phenomenon I experience. And they show up in a variety of ways for me, although I don't necessarily see them as sparks. I know you were kind of describing that. Mine are spherical or even like swirling is kind of, and they're very luminescent as as Jude was describing. I typically get green or purple. Uh, Those are kind of like the two main colors that I get. And then they'll show up typically in meditation or sometimes in large groups of people. And this will be either with eyes open or eyes closed. A lot of times when I'm just going to bed late at night, that type of thing. The one thing I'll say is that I don't feel that I can call them in necessarily. They tend to come in on their own or they come as they please is what I've sort of discovered about them. What size are they? How big are they? Are they like the size of a nickel? Are they the size of a baseball? How would you describe that? Or does that change? Um, The size changes, although typically they are 
usually they're about a basketball sized, um, but moving. So the shape changes a lot. So it's not always a sphere? I would say like overall the shape is spherical, but they're sort of moving and changing shape. I feel bad saying this, but sometimes I kind of ignore them. Like I'm like, ah, whatever. The orbs are here. (laughs) Um, But when I am being like a little more mindful or just kind of interacting with them more, or if I'm like really deep in a meditation, they'll show different pictures or like they'll show something that probably would be unintelligible for me to try to describe, but at that moment has relevance for me. Wow. You know, it's interesting that you said faces before because I have seen faces a few times, not necessarily human faces. They're pretty like abstract, I'd say. A lot of times I've gotten kind of alien vibes from them. Before I really kind of knew anything about any of this stuff, I I just didn't know, you know. But then after working with them for a while, I felt that they were guides. And that's kind of what I've recognized them as for the past however many years. I've just described them to people as my guides. Like I won't even say they're orbs necessarily. And the first time they showed up, did that scare the hell out of you? Yeah, actually there was, I remember one time when they kind of first started recognizing them, I was actually in an acupuncture session. The practitioner had just left the room and just put the needles in and I kind of was relaxing and one just flew right into my face and it was very spherical and green and it was really close. That actually freaked me out kind of and I think I even screamed. I was like, ah, and the person, you know, came in the room like, are you okay? And I was like, I think so. Like, I don't know. So that was kind of when they were a little bit newer to me. So it did kind of freak me out. But like I said, I think either I've gotten lazy or apathetic, but sometimes I'm kind of like, the orbs are here. No big deal. (laughs) I know exactly how you feel. I see things all the time now that I'm like, it's become so part of my normal viewscape that I don't get excited about it anymore. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Guides are usually here to assist us. Do you feel like these orbs assist you? Do you pick up direct knowing information for them? Do you play with them? Can you move them? How do you feel that they assist you, if at all? I would say that yes, when I am in the flow a little bit more, I'm paying attention a little bit more, being more mindful, that yes, particularly during meditation. If there's something that I'm meditating on or wanting clarity on, a lot of times they'll provide some of that. But like I said, they don't always show up for me. So that's always to be determined, I guess. Tony, is there any rhyme or reason as to why they show up? Do you find patterns as to what might be unfolding in your life when they show up or does it seem completely random and disconnected? I have really looked into that. I've tried to figure out a pattern or if there is a reason for them. You know, I try to rationalize it and I haven't been able to see a clear pattern with it. So in addition to getting direct knowing information from these orbs, it sounds like they come and kind of perform for you or dance for you a little bit and put on a little bit of a show for you. Do you feel like you can manipulate them or move them or change them at all? 
No, I really feel like I can't. Like it really feels like a true uh, visitation when they come. Like it feels very outside of me. I don't get the sense that I have any sort of control over them in any way, which I actually appreciate about them. Have you seen your orbs interact with the people or the space around you? Like, do they seem to know the boundary of a wall or do they go through doorways? Or if there's somebody in the room, do they move around them or avoid them or anything like that? Yeah, that's a good question. I would say that the wall wouldn't matter, if that makes sense. So you're saying that the things in our third dimensional space don't affect how they move. It's like they're moving within their own space. Yes. Yeah. That's the way that I would perceive them. Yeah. I know, Jude, you had mentioned about connection to to land. And there have been a few times where, and one time in particular that stands out to me that was out in the middle of nowhere, I woke up from just a regular night's sleep and um, looked outside and there was literally thousands of them all over the place. They were all one color. They were this purplish, pinkish. And this is a little bit different than my typical purple that I get. These were pinkish, purple, and just thousands of them everywhere. They seem connected to that land. I've been in remote areas that I experienced many, many, many entities in. And for me, because of the field of frequency that I tend to see in, I don't see them as orbs. I see them as literal spirits with head and shoulders and arms and limbs and all of that. But I imagine that if I wasn't so fine-tuned to seeing entities in that way, I would have seen them as orbs. Sometimes I think orbs are kind of a bridge point for us to see phenomenon without being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Because if everybody were to see the face and shape of entities, it would be too intense for them. It would be too shocking and conjure too much fear in their spirit, especially if you're dealing with extraterrestrial or other forms or otherworldly beings that don't look typically normal in a human sense, it can be a total shock to somebody. And I think the orb is a way for people to experience phenomenon or entities without it shocking somebody too intensely. I know Patty and I have both experienced the same entities in the past. And she was like, well, why can't I see the face? But I could see the face very clearly. And I was telling her, Patty, it would freak you out. I don't think that you're used to seeing those kind of faces. Though me, in terms of entities, I've been almost groomed since I was little to see very bizarre looking entities. Patty, you recall that conversation that we had? I do. I don't think I want to see what you see sometimes. But I have seen fairies. I was in Glastonbury, England, and I was at a little forest that was definitely a fairy forest. And I knew firsthand with a direct knowing that they were there. And as I looked into the forest, they showed up as little lightning bug or something, just little, little tiny lighted orbs just kind of flying all over the place. And that's how fairies showed up to me. And I did not see faces or arms or legs, but I knew right away. It's almost as if I was told through direct knowing that that's what it was. And that was really fun to see. So back in high school, me and one of my friends, we did this spell that we found in a book, and it was a spell to be able to see fairies. 
we had to wake up early in the morning on a specific moon and collect the dew from these specific plants. And then we had to go out into this field on that moon and spin circles and recite the saying that says we wish to see fairies. And I was very skeptical at the time that we did it. But I swear to you, when we got done with the ritual, when I looked out over the field, I also saw these little, what looked like fireflies. It only lasted for about 30 seconds, but it was like I saw maybe hundreds of these little like firefly lights moving. It wasn't until a number of years later that I had a very definitive face-to-face interaction with fairy-like energies without any doubt in my spirit or being that I know fairy energy is real. And I think back all the time to that spell that we did that I think that maybe initiated my ability to see fairy-like energies. So a few years later, every so often, I would get this very beautiful lavender orb. It was about the size of like a bouncy ball that you would get out of one of those quarter machines. And this beautiful, I mean, lavender, bright, luminescent light would kind of float around me and do these really like graceful circles around me and come up kind of close to me and then fly away. But I couldn't see what it was outside of this very beautiful lavender orb. And I probably saw it on three different occasions over a couple of years to the point where I was like, oh, there's that lavender light again. And the lavender light always made me feel very happy and playful. That was the first time I actually got curious as to what it was, that it wasn't just some random thing. This is the third time I've seen it. And at one point, it flew up very close to my face. And I swear, I saw this very beautiful, fairy, alien-like, female, gorgeous little fairy, just like you would see the artist Brian Froud. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with his artwork. He does these fairy paintings. And it was very similar to what the artist portrays his fairy-like beings. And I have seen her at least one other time after that, up close, saw her face, but I haven't seen her since. And the only place that I've seen her are on the islands of Hawaii. I've never seen her on the mainland. I've never seen her anywhere else, but I've seen her on different islands. It's like that same energy. I think that maybe it's connected to the Hawaiian islands. That's so cool, Jude. And do you feel like she has a message for you? Or just like we asked Tony, do you feel like she shows up at any specific time? I feel like every time she came around, it was like she was very interested in my energy or she recognized something in my energy that she wanted to interact in or she knew that I could see her. It was almost like she was just coming in to play and acknowledge that she could see me and giving me an opportunity to see her. I haven't seen her in a lot of years, to be honest with you. I feel like she came around a lot more in my 20s. I would love to see her again. I'm throwing that out there. I would like to get invite her in. I would like to invite you in. But her energy always felt very loving and very playful. And it was just almost this recognition. It was almost like her spirit was saying, I see you. Very cool. Yeah. Let's talk about orbs that show up in photographs. Now, a lot of times at joyous occasions, at weddings or family get-togethers, orbs will show up in photographs. And I personally believe that these are our loved ones that have passed, that have chosen to join us. And their energy is just manifesting into something that we can actually physically see or that many of us can physically see. 
However, there are a lot of people that believe that when orbs show up in photographs, it's a dust speck or it's a, re, it's a reflection off something. You and I both believe that there are ways to tell if it is a true orb or if it is some type of a reflection. And Judy, I think you can describe that a little better than I can. Yeah, I get sent a lot of photos and videos from my clients that see light anomalies in whatever they're capturing, and they always want to know if it's something extra. Very clearly to me, if the sun is behind or within the shot and you see a little refraction in the lens, it's pretty obvious when you're taking a photo or a video towards the sun, and that'll often cause a light anomaly to show up. That seems pretty obvious to me. Sometimes there is an orb that is without a doubt clearly suspicious, if you will. It seems out of place. It seems abnormal. For example, just about a week ago, I got a little video from a client of mine whose husband passed away and she has two small children. And she was happening to take this video of the smallest child playing and this orb comes into the shot and swoops behind the child and then off the screen. And the little boy who was about three years old turns around as if to react or know that something was behind him. And you see the orb turn around back onto the lower corner of the screen and the boy is turning towards the orb. This orb has dimension. It moves within the space of the video. It's not like a piece of dust that was floating close to the lens of the screen. I mean, to me, it was very obvious that it was an orb. And not only that, but to get the double validation of such a young and pure soul of the child to be interacting with the orb and having an awareness that it was there. That's super cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I know. I feel like every time we're about to do one of these podcasts, things start coming in pertaining to the podcast, but that was definitely one of the best orb videos somebody has sent me. And the dust, when it's dust, it kind of moves as if dust does, like it kind of lingers in the sky and you can tell when it moves towards the breezes that are moving through the room. An orb will have like a very direct trajectory through the space, especially on a video. You can see it just moving. It'll look a lot bigger than a piece of dust and it'll look like it moves in relation to the people that are there as though it's almost interacting with things. And I'm sure sometimes there are legitimate spirit orbs. I like to have a lot of discernment on whether or not, I'm not just going to tell people that every orb or light anomaly I see in a picture or video is definitely something. I'm not going to like indulge that. If it is legitimately something that looks curious to me, I will get just as excited about it as the client who shares it with me. Tony, have you ever captured any of your orbs with a photograph or thought about trying to capture them with a photograph? You know, no, not the ones that I see when I'm in meditation, but I have painted them before I tried to, and they come out not as I expected, of course. And <laughs> it's there's like just, a hard thing to paint. Yeah, there's no way. Like, I'm like, there's no like holographic color that I have found <laughs> yet that you know, to capture their essence. I've definitely seen them in photos where they're not the standard from the sun or from the dust. 
there's, you know, some special energy happening in that moment, or they seem really significant when I do see them in a photo. I haven't seen them in a video. That's pretty cool. They're cool in videos. They they seem to move almost like you'd expect an alien ship to come in or something. Sometimes they be in one direction and they'll zip off into another direction. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Yeah. So Jude, let's talk about black orbs. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) The black orb. Okay. So the black orbs, I'll just say first, do not look spherical. The edges look wavy, contorted, out of alignment, abstract, and organic. There's no symmetry to the way they look, but they will look like little hovering vortexes standing in the middle of the room. It almost looks like a hovering black hole in a way, like a rip in the dimension and a void of light, and it'll look like black. I associate these with earthbound spirits, entities, as Patty said, with a lot of emotional energy, negative entities. You know, I don't really like seeing those ones. They definitely have a very low, heavy vibration to them. I luckily don't see them very often, but I have definitely seen them, especially in places that are clearly haunted or homes or places that have a lot of negative energy, depending on the type of people who are there. So beyond black orbs, there are some earthbound spirit energies that look more in that orb and spherical shape. And when they're earthbound, the luminosity of the orb tends to look a little bit muddy to me. It's interesting that you heard that people describe them as what red orange for earthbound energies. Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what I'd read. Right. I haven't seen them as particularly red-orange, but maybe more of like a muddy yellow, like a mustard yellow color. That's the best way I can say it's like muddy. It is a light and it is a luminosity, but it looks diluted or washed out. And those are ones that I'll associate with earthbound energies if I am to see them like an orb. But most of the time, I am going to see an earthbound energy as a figure. But I, yes, have seen them as orbs, so I know that they can manifest in both ways. Actually, the red-orange is ghosts and protectors and caregivers. It's black that are the earthbound spirits. Yeah, I have seen them in black, brown, dark brown, yellow brown, mustard brown, kind of muddy. Well, I've never seen one, and I'm kind of glad now after hearing you talk about it. Back to spirit guides, one of the first readings I had with you, you told me about one of my spirit guides that looked like an orb, and not knowing a lot of my spirit guides at the time. I had a perception of some spirit entities around me. I didn't even know a spirit guide could manifest as an orb or something other than human. So that was really eye-opening to me when you shared that information with me. But what was curious was during the reading, you said, your spirit guide says it's tried to show itself to you. And I was like, no, I would have remembered that. And you were insisting to me from, because the spirit was insisting to you that no, that she has tried to show herself to me, but I pushed her away or it was too intense. And I was kind of arguing with you back. I was like, no, surely I would remember if something like that happened. And I remember after the reading, I was driving home and I literally had to like pull over on the side of the road and call you because it hit me about five minutes after I had left you oh my gosh, there was these multiple times I saw this like flaming hot yellow orange orb. It was about the size of like a volleyball and it would be 
touching me almost like if somebody took a volleyball and was rolling it around on my body. And there was this very intense frequency and a little bit of heat and a bright light that would come from it. It wasn't painful. I didn't think it was malicious or anything, but it was just so abnormal to me that I didn't know what it was. And every time I would try to turn and look at it, it would roll out of my vision. And then I would catch it on the other side of my cheek and I would look that way and it would roll to the other side of me until I was like, look, if I'm not going to know what you are, then just back off. And so that actually happened to me a number of years before I had the session with you that you said one of my spirit guides was just literally an orb and that's it. Now, since then, I have actually had face-to-face connection with this spirit guide and she is an orb and I have seen her my whole life. I just didn't know it was a spirit guide. I thought it was just an orb because when you don't know what you're looking at, you're just going to be like, oh, there's just a ball of light. And I've actually had other people in my vicinity who were very psychic say, hey, did you know that you have this like orb of light around you? Because I don't always see her. So it has been validated through other people as well. Very cool. That is cool, Jude. And Tony, you described your orbs as spirit guides. What made you feel that it's a spirit guide? Was it something they said to you? Was it an energy, a feeling? Yeah. So I think through, you know, learning from you, Patty, that because their energy was so comforting and loving and and it felt really protective, I came to sort of acknowledge them as spirit guides. And Jude, before you recognized that your orb was a spirit guide, did it feel loving and calming and sweet or did it just feel foreign? It honestly just felt foreign I think I was so caught off guard by the energy because it was so intense that I didn't know what to make of it. But once I had an opportunity to just say, hey, wait a minute, this might be a conscious energy form that I can converse with. And when I actually spoke to it, there was this purity in the energy and the consciousness of what I felt like it almost felt elemental in a way, like such a pure form of joy and love and happiness and gratitude. It was like every high vibrational feeling I feel balled up into one energy form. So to me, that spirit guide is a manifestation of all of my high vibrations. She's the one that connects me to that higher, happier part of myself. She celebrates me. She connects me to my own self-love kind of thing. So She's not like the other human-like spirit guides that I have where it feels more of like a regular conversation. Her energy is more of this expression. It's more of this emotional feeling and it's very high and it's very bright. And I have had clients too that I have seen their spirit guides and I'm just like their orbs. They're just like a flash of light or a ball of light and I'll describe it and they will validate that to me that that is exactly how they see them. So not all spirit guides have head, shoulders and arms type form. Some of them literally, that is their manifestation. They come like a ball of light. One experience I have had with 
I think you could call it orbs. And I might've mentioned this in an earlier podcast is I had a client, a friend that I was with and her fiance that had passed was standing right behind her. And I said, oh, he's standing right behind you. And I kind of ran my hand behind her like, oh, he's right here. And as I did that, it was almost like I disrupted the energy or something. And it burst out into all these little orbs or bubbles that I could see. And I kind of went, whoa, and jumped back, which scared the hell out of her. But it's almost as if the energy of his spirit manifested into these little orbs or these little bubbles. When I'm crossing spirits over, there's been a few times that I've seen a spirit that would initially be in human form. And at the moment that they decide or surrender to the idea of crossing over into a higher plane, I'll see their whole energy form shrink down into an orb and then flash, like almost explode into this light. Sometimes there's almost geometry to it because I think it's just jumping to such a high frequency that it'll show geometry. And I've had people share with me in the past that they have seen orbs that had geometry to them. I think that that is actually a common vision as well. And I think the geometry really speaks to some very high vibrational, high dimensional beings that are manifesting in orb form. Yeah, I think I can really relate to the geometric patterns as well. I'm even realizing that as a child, I used to see these really geometric patterns, almost like tunnels or like wormholes or something. But I think nowadays I will see manifestations as geometric. For me, they're always sort of encompassed within the orb. Yeah. Cool. The geometry is really associated with high dimensional beings. I mean, we've talked about angelics and extraterrestrial, and they are high vibration, but they come from different dimensions. And I do see those very, very high frequency energies coming in with geometry. And so if you are somebody who has been experiencing orbs and have noticed any form of geometry in that, you know, rest assured, it's probably a high vibrational being and nothing to be frightened of. So sometimes beyond just being around people or in the home or in the space that you're at, there are times that people are out in nature through vast landscapes and they see light anomalies floating through the trees far off in the distance, lights moving that should not be there for any reason. There's no car headlights. There's nobody walking around with a flashlight. And there's a a light anomaly that will appear off in the distance. What might those be? Are they spirit energy Are they earth energies, electromagnetic energies, alien energies? What do you do when you perceive or see something like that? Patty, how would you handle that? I'd handle that the same way I handle a lot of psychic phenomenon is I would ask. I would take a moment, I would ground, and I would ask, what is this I'm seeing? How should I relate to it? Is there a message there for me? Is there something I should be paying attention to? That's kind of my go-to is asking. And that's what I would suggest for any of you. If at any time you see an orb, I would just ask for information about that. Right. I think that's good advice. One thing we haven't talked about, which is the place that I see orbs most often is up in the sky. (laughs) I know. I'm just thinking about that. (laughs) But perhaps that's another podcast in itself because uh, I do believe those ones to be extraterrestrial. And I'm sure many of you out there have seen orb or light anomalies in the sky. And we'll dive into that one on another podcast. Jude, we spoke of asking 
an orb, what it's there for and what its purpose is, what would you suggest that we do if a black orb or an orb shows up that has a negative energy about it? I would immediately reach up in my mind's eye to the most high vibrational light energy that I can imagine. So imagine just like raising your consciousness very high up into very high dimensions of pure white or gold light, and then grabbing onto that light with your field of energy and then pulling it down and anchoring it into the space that you're in. And so that would immediately kind of push back any darkness or any shadows and put a protective energy around you and seal the space really imagining it just like putting yourself a large force field rather than one that just is in your auric field a large one that encompasses the whole room or the whole house or the whole space nice if you are somebody who is experiencing orb energy i think this is a way that your higher self has set it up for you to gently explore psychic phenomenon and psychic abilities. Those were put in place to pique your curiosity, to see if you want to open up and reach further and ask more questions or tune them out and push that back. I agree, Jude. I see them as a little bit of spiritual validation and as little gifts or little blessings. Well, I think that concludes our podcast on orbs. Thank you so much for listening in. And Tony, thank you so much for joining us as our guest today and sharing your stories. It was lovely having you. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for having me. This has been so much fun. I would like to remind everybody that we are doing a podcast Q&A. We have recently changed the date. It will be March 1st. The times will be 2 p.m. Hawaii time, 4 p.m. California time. 7 p.m. East Coast time, so mark your calendars. Registration is now open. The cost will be $20, and it will be two hours with Patty and I, where we will be available to answer any questions you may have, particular to episode three, which was energetic boundaries and protection. So I suggest anyone interested in sitting in on that Q&A review that podcast and listen to it. And for those of you who feel like you need a little more assistance or a little bit more clarity on energetic boundaries and protection, or if you feel like you're hitting some walls within your own practice, this might be a good opportunity for you to dive a little deeper with that and get more clarity on the topic. And if you're interested in joining this Q&A, you can visit our Instagram at Spirit Speakers Podcast send us a direct message and we'll send you a link to the registration. You can also send us an email, which you'll find through our personal websites. And you can also look within the description on this podcast through whatever format you're listening. And there should be a link that will send you to the registration. If you'd like to see more of my offerings, you can find my website, alignandshinekawaii.com. Yes, and my website is pdavispsychic.com or wingandether.com. And ether is spelled A-E-T-H-E-R. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Goodbye. Aloha.